Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Pod, you would be forgiven for thinking Theresa May was still Prime Minister. Man City still had an opportunity of legally playing in the Champions League. And coronavirus maybe just sounded like a stag do gone wrong because it feels like it's 12 months ago. Because Sunderland, even though it wasn't 1 1, have blown an opportunity at home late in the season to gain ground in the automatic promotion race and just instead limp to a very frustrating draw. I'm Rory Fallow, joined as ever by Matthew Keelan. Hello. And Mickey Loff, as ever, as well. Hi. And, gentlemen, I think we're all feeling very downbeat after a 95th-minute equaliser for Gillingham. Our our former youth product, Mikkel Mandron, with a brace to get the Jills back in the game. But I think it's fair to say, lads, it's a fair result, isn't it? And we we didn't deserve the win. No, I think, to be fair to them, they, they they deserved the point. At least, you know what, at least. Like, McLaughlin was, was great. The goalkeeper was really good. We were just talking about this before. And I think they had, barring, barring one Lafferty missed, they had as many chances to score as we did. Uh, you know, just because they've scored in the 96th minute, it doesn't mean that they didn't deserve didn't deserve the... That's things over there. That's yeah, it's all, it's all kicking off in our usual Harbourview studio. But you're right, like, McLaughlin was arguably our man of the match. He made a brilliant save at 1-1 to just tip one round the post but Mickey it feels like I said this after the Coventry game in the height of pessimism and raw emotion of the post match but I think now really after those last three results automatic promotion does feel like we've blown it doesn't it yeah I think what I'm most annoyed about is what we were saying before we come on about you're looking at the league table with two minutes left and you're going to add a time and you're thinking oh we're third and we're, going, we're two points off second place and it all looks really good and I was actually like looking forward to coming on here and saying it wasn't a good performance but we've got the result and that's what teams that get promoted do insert cliche here but now, as I say, I just feel absolutely on the floor after that result because really that's three poor performances in a row. Fleetwood, I think we had a lot of the ball and we, I think we did deserve the draw ultimately. But we didn't play well against Fleetwood. We only, I think, controlled the game because Fleetwood sat in and allowed us to do that. Coventry, they were full value for the win. And today, like Matthew pointed out, John McLaughlin's arguably our man of the match. And it's, like a, it's a bit of exceptional quality from Dobson and Lafley to link up to get us 2-1 up in the first place and then we fail to save the game out and that's not what happens if you get promoted. Yeah, and it's what you're saying as well about the fact that other teams dropped points. Rotherham got absolutely spanked at Rochdale. 
Um, Portsmouth, Portsmouth lost against against Peterborough. Yeah, so a promotion sort of like rivals game there. But Oxford came from two 0 down to win three two with Shrewsbury, and they've gone above us. We would have been like you say, Mitty. You were looking at the league table as we were like hanging on. Like all three of us actually before we start recording mentioned that we were. If we'd hung on to that, we would have been third. We would have been a point behind Rotherham, which, you know, we consider that Rotherham. I think we've, we've said this on the pod a few times about like how we thought Rotherham were going to be running away with it now. And obviously Coventry look like they're that side. But we were, we were gaining ground and that win looks like the win of a promotion side, digging it out when you've not played particularly well. But it's the reverse of that, isn't it, when you can't quite hang on to it. And, you know... Like you're saying, Matt, like Gillingham giving a bit of credit that deserved it. And to be fair, the last goal, as frustrating as it was, a nice finish on the edge of the area, curled in really well. But that first goal, absolutely pathetic, wasn't it? And not actually, to give a little bit of credit to previous games, not really what we've done under Parkinson. We're usually much more solid in those areas, but we're looking, to, we're looking fragile at the back again, aren't we? It's a goal you just should never be give, like never be conceding. Like we weren't conceding that well. It was the sort of goal we were conceding when we got relegated from the championship. Yes, yes. Like we were playing like when we were playing like Billy Jones and Tyus Brown in centre half. Yeah. <clears throat> and like it's just what I watched the, the second goal. It was everyone was just sort of like, oh for fuck! Like what was yeah, that? Yeah, like yeah. come on! Like uh, that's not really a, that's just unacceptable. Yeah, the second yeah. goal was a good finish, and like. Fair enough, that's going to happen. Like again, just because you know it was the last kick of the game, like it doesn't mean it doesn't take anything away from from his strike. But Christ, that first like, what are you doing? Like what? How how is it? How has that happened? There was and there was a couple of times where like they could have done it again. Like yeah, yeah. well, when when he tipped up, it was Mandarin again. I think when McLaughlin made that really good save very soon after. It's come from just not challenging for it and not being strong enough and not like putting your putting bodies on the line. That's and that's it, quite it? frustrating because we have like a, a squad which is built. People love them because they do put their bodies on the line. And that, like the first goal was just disgraceful. Yeah, where you were looking for your leaders today, sack weren't them. you? Were looking for your, well, not quite sacking them all. Not yet, anyway. Let's wait until the last day of the season for sacking them all. But you were looking for your leaders today, to, like stand up, and there was a few like quiet. Uh, sort of performance like you know like power wasn't yeah. particularly at it. Willis wasn't yeah, like a str- Willis a few weeks now Willis has not been he's been taken off twice written off now no, I'm not writing them well do you want us to write him off <laughs> go on you write him off yeah yeah go on go on write John Willis off me go on go on I'm not going to say anything particularly outrageous oh, like oh, boring I'll written off John Willis written off but I think the second goal frustrates me tactically for a lot of reasons. So I think in general our defence for the last kind of like five or six minutes of that at a time just looked lopsided and it looked as though no one really knew what the jobs were. Because down down the right hand side, Blue Goal Nine was left exposed two on to one and luckily nothing came of it. Yes. But then yeah, the, yeah. the ball didn't find its way there, but I was really worried looking at that. And we just did not look like solid. And I'm not saying for a minute I thought like all oh, the goals coming because I did think hopefully just we'll be able to see it out of it won't have that bit of quality. But I just think, I'm just not sure what we really did there. I mean, fair enough when we went to four at the back, but then we're playing with like Flanagan at left back. I know people see him playing anywhere across the back four, but he's been playing like as a centre half since he's come to the club. And I just think it looked really disjointed. And what frustrates me even more is that ever since um, Declan John's come to the club and we've not been putting them on the bench, Parkinson and Steve Parkinson have consistently pointed to the fact that the one Conor McLaughlin on because he can play both full backs, he gives you that versatility. 
and the day we didn't put it on and we played a centre half at left back. I mean, personally, I would yeah, probably yeah, yeah. I would probably rather yeah, that yeah, than Conor yeah, McLaughlin yeah, coming that, on. But that brings up more questions, also. Okay, so you don't back him, so why is he on the bench? If you if if you if you if if you if you don't back Conor McLaughlin to see out five minutes of a game, I think he's terrible personally. But if you have a manager and you're coming up with that rationale for having them on the bench, and then you do that the day, it makes you look weak and pathetic to be honest. And Declan John, it, it just wears you out. What's the point in signing him if he's not fit or whatever? But there's a, there's a theme with the substitutions, isn't there? Like the, the substitutions are always very late, and you know we've got I know like we'll, we'll we'll come on at Lafferty in a little bit, I'm sure. But you've got Will Griggs sat on the bench, you've got Watmore on the bench, and you know. Menu was like fine when he came on. He, he he wasn't, you know, he was far from our problems for us chucking that result away. But there's there's a odd thing of like the late substitutions and him not backing the people on the bench, isn't there, Matt? I was we like when we scored the second goal, he got lucky with the second goal in Parkinson, I think, because when when as soon as when they well we had to win that game there, right? And although I'll come into why I don't think I've written off all my promotion later. We had to win that game today, and they equalised. The changes should have happened immediately. Yeah, he's got lucky with a second goal because Dobson's done really well, yeah, and it's oh, came from and it's came from nowhere. Like when they equalised, he, he should have been looking at Semenyo, at Watmore, at Grigg, and bringing two of them on. <laughs> Getting that goal from from nowhere, yeah, it was a good finish, really good finish, good work from Lafferty. But it's like. <laughs> It's it's almost frustrating because. But could you argue though that that's why you've got Lafferty on because he's got quality yeah. that a lot don't a have. Great, and it was a great finish. It was it was a great finish, but it's come from nothing. So like it's yeah, come from yeah. a ball through. It's not come from like the way we were playing or the mm. way we changed play. It's yeah. come from like a really good bit of work from Dobson and an excellent ball through and a good run. And a good decision from the linesman who didn't flag him offside when they were screaming from the oh, offside. Word on the linesman looking like Gordon Ramsay as well. Oh, yeah, damn well. <laughs> yeah, wow. Wow, these offsides are raw. Come on, big boy. Going straight through. One on one. But yeah, well, Ramsey for manager for me. You know, he would, he would he would instill some discipline, wouldn't he? Maybe on that defensive line at the moment. But defensive <laughs> great. Um, but you know, on Lafferty, odd sort of performance in the first half. Looked quite anonymous. Barely had a kick, and we were having a pint in half time, Matt, and saying the fact that. You know, he wasn't doing the, the sort of like the donkey work, <laughs> no pun intended, that White would usually do to like win fouls out wide and like be quite un, like be quite like unselfish to like open up space for Maguire and um, Gooch. But second half, he looked like he had a bit, bit of a kick up the arse because he was doing that, wasn't he? And got his reward. And, you know, that we've mentioned that second goal going through one on one, really smart finish. But I thought maybe the first goal was arguably more pleasing because getting in the front post and getting that header, you don't really see White showing that kind of movement, do you? And maybe does that going forward, if, you know, because Lafferty's earned his start for the Bristol Rovers game for me, regardless of whether White is fit or not, if, you know, if you scored a brace and you're a striker, you're in the start 11, aren't you? But does that maybe give you a little bit of hope that we found a different sort of an argue, arguably better quality attacking outlet up front? Yeah, agreed. Like you, like, like you pointed out, Charlie White does not make good, intelligent forward runs. He does have like certain attributes. So I mean, he, he's quite good at like kind of starting the press when we're kind of like looking yeah. to get in teams' face and stuff like that. And on occasion, he can hold the ball up well and he attracts fouls. Well, he should attract a lot more fouls than what he actually gets. But he does not make that run of a near post, like you said. And it's a really good ball in, and it's kind of like a very opportunistic finish. 
Um, it's just really good combination play. So yeah, I just think that Lafferty now is his place to lose. What about Ozturk as well today? I think that's a bit of a concern. We usually like rely on Ozturk, and I know he's a bit like funny and stuff like that, and we all like him for like banter reasons. But he's usually like quite dependable and keeps things simple. But he struggled a little bit today, and was in. I don't know, Matt. Did you? I know your dad hates him as well, so you're going to be really, re- you're going to be really reluctant to admit that like Ozturk had any fault. But your dad's probably not listening, so it's fine. But he he, he struggled today, didn't he? And did he maybe actually show the reason that you know we were all quite like a bit baffled when he came out the side and Bailey Wright obviously came in did he maybe show a little bit of what we aren't seeing which which is why he came out the side initially you see wasn't he he struggled a lot and uh, it was like it was unlike him his performance because he's usually very no nonsense and hilarious <laughs> but like he wasn't even funny it was a bit like, like these podcasts yeah, <laughs> yeah agree there's, there's, lots of, there's, lots of, there's lots of nonsense on the podcast oh yeah yeah <laughs> have to agree there no it was strange because it was like a bit like his performance against Charlton in the open day of last season yeah. wasn't it where he was just a fucking nightmare <laughs> <laughs> More nightmares. More nightmares for yeah, me. I want Aussie's defensive nightmares. So captain now for him, I would have thought. <laughs> no, but to, like as serious as serious as you can take me. The it was yeah, very shaky and quite quite alarming when because I don't rate Lynch either, so like I, No no like no. I, I I'm concerned if Ozturk's gonna have one of his runs where he's a bit of a nightmare because I don't want Lynch to play, so that leaves the just a man we signed for nothing. Well, you know, we brought some. I remember when I forgot he existed? Yeah, yeah you did. You did forget. Who's you, Smith? <laughs> forgetting, like, was this when we watched the Coventry game last week? Yeah. Who's the hell is Smith? Who the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. Forgot who? Forgot who he was? And then I had explained that we'd signed another player to you. But, but yeah, he's, he, again, he's not even in the squad. Another January player who, oh, right. who I don't think he was in. The, well, no, because Lynch was on the bench, Conor McLaughlin was on the bench, and then we had Greg Watmore, Scowen, Burge, and. And just a man. <laughs> just a man. Semenyo. Semenyo. Oh, I thought I mentioned Semenyo. Apologies. Well, e- either way, I'm pretty sure Smith wasn't on the bench. And it's... Oh, no, Scowan, sorry, obviously, who came on. It's not... Yeah, oh God, yeah, but but anyway, move, moving on. <laughs> more writing off. More writing people off for us. But... <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I don't know, where, where does this leave us? It does feel, like, hauntingly I familiar. Know. I feel like I am Bill Murray now. I feel like we're doing the same reaction pods. It, I, the only difference is we're not in the teepee that was at the stadium of light last time. There's not, like, an abundance of it. We're not as drunk. We're not as jovial because we thought everything was going to be all right. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm worried, Matthew. I'm scared. I'm not writing it off, me. 
No, I'm not. Look, no, because... No. Well, you can write off in a minute. Because <laughs> nobody wants to get promoted. Everybody want to get promoted. Right, well, they can go and get promoted. They can fuck off. In, in Birmingham. But the... Oh. Look, like, no... We're, we're having a, a bad run. And rather than having a terrible... Ipswich, they're trying to get relegated. <laughs> like, they... No, Oxford, Oxford. I don't care about Oxford, Rory. But they're doing all right. All right, well, you know. All right, we'll talk... Don't let the truth get in the way of a good, no, yeah, of a good tale. Exactly. Yeah. No, look, right. Nobody wants... Everyone's trying not to get promoted. And we've been... We, you know, we had two months off when we went on holiday and everyone knows when Partners came in and forgot how to be a football manager, etc. And now he's doing it again. But I think... I, I think... Right, we're going to finish second... Mickey, do you echo that? Absolutely not. I just what what you're drinking, same as me. That's incredible. Um, no, but no, listen. No, right. no, no, we're not, not no, right. You listen. What, what, you listen. Oh, no, yeah. They're gonna have a fight. Right, I'm, no, it wouldn't end well for me, would it? <laughs> but we'll we're, th- we're three points behind second place, Rotherham, right? Who've just been beaten off the worst team I've ever seen. That, that is a good point. Getting beat off Rochdale three 0 is a terrible sign. Like, that they were Rochdale still playing here. We're the worst team yeah. I've ever seen play yeah. professional football, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, I would agree. So, we were back in Rotherham a few weeks ago to run away and be already promoted when we play them on the last game of the season. We're now three points behind them. Had we held on today and not been stupid and given away that goal, would have been a point behind them. I'm not I'm writing nothing off me. I, which I is, see what you mean. And, 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 and to be fair, me, to, to, bring it like, uh, to, to, bring, to bring it on to that, the fact that... You know, we could beat Bristol Rovers on Tuesday and things look a bit better. And then Blackpool actually got a decent result away to Fleetwood today, drawn nil-nil. So that's going to be a bit of a tough game because they've turned things around a little bit. They've improved. They've improved. 12 years. (laughs) They've improved since the um, flip chart man left. Um, Simon Grayson. Oh, great. Remember, you know, quite quite topical given the fact that, you know, Netflix season two is coming around. But given the fact that we could, not easily, but we could well beat Bristol Rovers on Tuesday and then going in that Blackpool game with a bit of confidence. And, you know, again, if you want to be promoted automatically, you need to win those games. Does that maybe give you the bit of confidence that maybe it's still on? I agree with what you're saying, but Phil Parkinson's our manager. Um, and I don't just mean that like being flippant or anything like that, but what I mean is... Oh, be flippant. <laughs> Go on, be flippant. It's a reaction point. Be flippant. <laughs> but, but no, because he just he doesn't rotate. He's Simon Grayson's flippant chart. <laughs> hey, he doesn't know how to rotate. He doesn't know how to freshen things up. And we're, we're basically, we're giving ourselves even more work to do in the last couple of months of the season because we're scared to play a South End side Has who... Been well, but like the, all the indications are that it is going to be called off. Well, can the area call off? Because I want to try and book a flight. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, but, and I just think that and we've got a lot of games, and I just think what is going to ultimately cost us is I think we're more than capable of going on another winning run. But I just think we'll get into a position where we'll like win three or four games off the belt, but you'll just keep it the same, keep it the same, don't change anything. And then that leads to fatigue, and we'll chuck in performances like the day. Well, what would you be changing going in the Bristol Rovers game, starting 11 wise? Well,. I just, as I say, like Denver Hume, like he put in a great ball for Lafferty's goal. By the way, he had a good first half. Hume, I think he was okay, but the problem is, like people, and I don't particularly blame people for it, but people are kind of making them the new boo boy at the minute. Like he's he's getting the ball, and people are kind of like having a go at them before he's even done anything. That's because you're in the south stand, though. Everyone's <laughs> rag there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought I thought Hume actually was was quite improved in. Looked like he'd maybe in the week again, similar to what I was saying about like Lafferty at half time had a bit of a kick up the arse and. Booked up his ideas a bit. He was, he was our in the first half. He was our best creative out there. 
He was, but I mean, the, the Lafferty change should have been made weeks ago. For white, it should, it should, it should. I, I think you're being a bit revisionist there, white. Like, let's let. No, 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 no. No, but let's not remember. Like again, I, I mentioned, you know, Bristol, the Bristol Rovers game at home. White had a really good game, good finish there. Like, he was crap against Coventry. Don't get us wrong, he was ineffectual against Fleetwood, but he'd been doing well and. He'd, he'd, uh, he'd put a bit of cash in the bank as well with those performances in January as well. He was really important then. And given how well we were playing and given the fact that we know that Parkinson likes a settled start in 11, I'm not going to really knock him too much for keeping White in the side. For, for, I know what you mean, Mickey. Like, White can be frustrating times, but I, can under, I, I think White had enough credit in the bank, but I think it's Lafferty. You can't take Lafferty out now. Do you? you got an idea? Yeah. I think we should... Ditch five at the back because spicy. Well, no, because like the last few games he's ditched it anyway because it hasn't been working. So what? Yeah, who? Who? who, who, who well, well, but who are you gonna bring in? What are you gonna? What are you gonna do? I'd bring Greg in and play him with Lafferty up front. Then go. Would you go Maguire and Gooch those out and out wingers? Yeah. Is that? Yeah, I would yeah. So, so I don't you, think you get the best out of Wyke doing that. The midfield too, though. And White, sorry, Maguire. I, I think well, Maguire, Maguire is an orthodox wing, is not. Well, look, Bristol Rovers are shit. So, like, I think it's worth... It, it keeps changing. It, it, something's not working in the last few weeks. and I, it, yeah. it keeps reverting to, to playing 4-4-2 in yeah, the last half got, now. But then when it does, we'll look worse. we we'll just look well, disjointed. I, no, but I don't... I, no, but I disagree. Because when... So, so today, that, I think that change going to the back, I know it's enforced by injury, but that's cost us that goal. Well, yeah, because you put Flanagan at left back. If you if you can if you left a left back on, we'd look much more balanced. In do you worry Hume is more of an out and out fullback though? He, he gets a protect. He gets a protection with a back three. I'm just like giving a, giving a bit of balance to it because like I just for me t- today the the whole when we were playing five at the back and it was working really well and it was flowing, the overlaps were great. It stopped. The overlaps have died. There's what about no... Gooch in that though? Gooch has been quiet as well. Gooch for for just a man. <laughs> well, Greg. Oh no, you can't because I've already replaced the centre half with Greg, haven't I? <laughs> no, but as well. But again, you, you made a good point there. Like inadvertently, Matthew, I have to say, like Go- <laughs> because because what is what is the option to take? We don't have an option to rest well, Gooch unless we're five at the back and play Watmore because you're not playing Watmore. On the wing in a four-four-two. Well, no, it wouldn't be crap, but like I wouldn't play him anyway. Well, but yeah, but even in that, in, especially in that system, I, I just think it's. I think it's worth exploring that. I know what you mean, yeah. Because it, something isn't right with the, the the system that we've been playing because of he's changing it every week in it, and the the whole reason for playing it like Willis overlapping and stuff. Willis doesn't look himself either. Yeah, Willis is looking a bit running in the ground. He did a little bit of the overlaps in the first half, but not so much in the second. But he doesn't do his three claps anymore either. No, he doesn't do his three claps. And again, the apart from maybe the first five ten minutes, we weren't doing like the crossfield balls to like get the fullbacks in behind. We weren't really providing that for all nine. All nine was all nine was poor. Was terrible, really poor. And. It's a shame because, like, you can see with like all nine's first touch. Maybe Maguire aside is the best. It, it is the best in the team. No. Like, he, no, he, he, his no, first, it's, no, it's good. like, his first touch is excellent. Can we, but can we talk about the referee? Go on. Like, so after like fifteen minutes, Eli, I thought right, they're kicking. The, they were kicking the ball away every time we got anything. And I thought he dealt with it quite well, honestly. Yeah. Like, he, he pulled the captain over and he pulled the, the striker over who was. 
the offending party and said, look, yeah. one more time. And they just fucking did it for the rest of the game. But then he booked like three of their players in the space of a minute. Then he booked Ozturk and just a man for them, for no reason, like for having an argument. And like, what is he, what a, I hate me. Because it's really, really funny, Matthew, that's why. But if he's going to be funny, like, like send somebody, I'll send the keeper off or something. Send, <laughs> well, on send the subject. For on, being a, but on the subject, <laughs> very Jim Royal. <laughs> he's a bigoted guest. <laughs> Great. Well, on the subject of League One referees, are we going to be facing League One referees no, next season? But we're, I'm not. I'm not going to say are we going up, which is the usual question. I'm going to say, well, I, I guess you could inadvertently answer this. What is the final league position for us? And again, if you think we're going to, I, I don't want like, oh, we'll finish this and we'll go in the playoffs, blah, blah blah. Matthew, you've already said second, so I'm I'm locking you in for that. But maybe what is the final league position for Sunderland this season, based on what you've sorted it? Fifth. Fifth. I'm going to go one better and say fourth and Fleetwood in the playoff semis. Uh, second. So we're going to finish second because we'll beat Bristol Rovers. I know they're upstairs, mate. I know I'm not. I just want to put in on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fans for us. <laughs> well, on that note, if people trying to get involved, thanks for listening. Gareth and Stephen will be back on Monday. Then me and Matthew will make our glorious return to the Thursday preview pod. I disagree with everything I've just said. And probably not a reaction after Bristol Rovers costs. It's me and Matthew, so we'll oh, just be... Yeah, we're probably just going to be repeating ourselves, aren't we? Actually, we won't go to the pub and watch it. We will listen to it on the radio. Yeah, well, we might go to the pub if we go to the pub in um, in New York. Yes, but anyway... New York trip. New York away. Thanks for listening.